that's why. Yeah, footy's going that fucking way. We're not even talking about footy. Shut up, Sylph. I don't want to hear from you. Shut up. Fucking dude's got no idea, mate. <laughs> Playing players out of position. You're a fucking. Yeah, I know. All the country stuff needs to go and the fucking board. Go. I think we've got our intro voice. Welcome everyone to episode 21 of the Almost Blues Brothers podcast. I'm Joe. I'm here again on Zoom with Dan and Jules. How are we, lads? Um, here honor- honorably. Honorably. As, as they would say. No, I'm great. Great. Another loss. Yay. Good. Good stuff. Go, Carlton. Uh, boys, we're four and eight after that, that loss against uh, the Eagles. Four and eight. I'm as disappointed as I've, as I've ever been in this club, top to bottom. Not just the team that's out there, but the whole club. We're going to talk about it today. Um, oh, I'm almost speechless, man. I'm almost speechless. Today, just for, for all the listeners, we're all business today, boys. Episode 21, Jack Martin episode. Whatever that means. Today? Whatever that means. What would you say? Did he play it today? <laughs> I barely saw him out there, man. That game was worse than what I thought. We're simple. um, simple. Yeah, we'll 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 get into it, and we're going to get into it pretty quickly. We're all business today. There's no around the grounds. This is all Carlton. This is it. Our season's over. Four and eight. I can't believe I'm saying that we're four and eight at round twelve. <laughs> we're four and eight. Season's over. Going into the bye. Firstly. We've had a lot of messages of support, boys, this week. They've said I've had messages flying through saying, "Boys, please keep doing the podcast." I had one bloke say, "I listen to your podcast more than I watch Carlton games." We ne- <laughs> what a we need, we need to keep doing this. We will. Um, we need more guys like that guy, man. We we are going to show up every single week. I promise that, and we're going to show up next week, even though there's a buy. Um, but firstly, like I said, want to thank you. We actually might start that. talking about different sports. <laughs> Quidditch. Uh, like I said, I want to thank everyone for the support. Um, a lot of messages have come through. We're over 550 followers now, Now, boys. it's it's uh, We're growing. It's great. Um, now, in terms of, I just want to preview next week quickly, give everyone the heads up. We've got to buy. There won't be anything to review. Obviously, we'll preview the GWS game, but we're going to do a full mid-season review. We're going to do a full mid-season review, um, which includes an AFL review. We're going to we're going to go back and have a look at our pre-season predictions, boys, of the AFL and the Carlton predictions that we made. I think back in episode seven, maybe or eight. Um, so we'll, we'll 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 go over those, and we're going to have now. I don't know if anyone used to listen to Triple M back in the day, but they they used to do what they called three sixty feedback, and the way it works is each of us. We'll have a turn saying whatever we want about every other person in this podcast. So I get to pot shot Jules, Dan gets to pot shot Jules, and then it comes back the other way, and then it goes to Dan, and you just got to sit there and cop it, man. 
simple. So that's going to be part of next, next week's show, just to maybe try and, you know, lighten things up a little bit. It's been tough. It's, it's going to be even tougher in the second half of the year watching this team. But we've got to provide something, boys. We've got to provide something. Bit of a roast. It's going to be a genuine roasting. Is that Jules's last episode? No. He's got no. two more. But it will be Jules's last. It'll be the last episode of just the three of us because after that, uh, the Jules's replacement will be stepping in, um, and and we'll get and, and and we'll do a couple of episodes with the four of us before Jules heads off to uh, off to Spain. The replacement's up and about, though, isn't he? He's keen to get involved. He wants to be more involved than what Jules has been. He's already talking to me about starting a Twitter account and whatnot. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe Jules has to fight his way back into this squad. He's dropped. He's speechless. He's got nothing to say. Well, I'm actually laughing at whatever you're saying, boys. You know, I've actually been listening to the last minute, to be honest with you. I'm out of it. <laughs> I was going to say, Joe, I was, I was going to say, maybe let's be gentle a little bit because I feel as though all our confidence is that low and then you just hammering it you know what nah. I mean? nah nah you know what we're gonna do we're gonna do the mid-season review of the almost blues brothers that carlton should be doing internally hammer and just hammer everything anything you want anyway we'll get there we'll get there boys premise of the show today it's all about the review that's it we're, we're, we're and it's there's not much structure to be honest we're gonna talk about the game I was talking to um to Paul Barbazar today actually during the game uh, of the Carlton show and I said to him, Baz, I don't know how you Gex and Andy did this for so long talking about this shit club, and he goes, Joe, if I had to do a podcast about this squad now, I'd borderline be in tears. He goes, just leave it, just leave it short and sharp, say what you need to say and get out. And boys, that's what we're going to do today. Very simple. There's no around the grounds. There's no preview because there's no game next week. It's all about the review of this game and um, we can say whatever we want. So I don't know. Have you guys got anything else to add to that before we get started? I think we just got to lay it all on the line. We always do anyway. Yeah, but when today's different. Joe tries to hold us back though. Nah, like today's, today's different. Why? Why does he do that? You know the thing is? Pre, pre-show, he's like, boys, boys, we can't speak like, we can't, we can't mention that tonight because we need to mention it next week. Or, no, nah, we can't speak about that. Oh, no, nah, you're going to go too harsh on the players. You can't criticise oh, them too Oh, 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 oh. What is that? I never said we're going to be too harsh on the players. I'm actually saying tonight is different. Do what it is. So our season's over. I'm talking, about, I'm, talking about every, every, I'm talking about every episode. I'm not talking about this one in particular. Every episode, every episode, Jules and I give our all. And you're holding us back. Honestly, yeah. before the show, we're unleashing, and you're saying, yeah. "Oh no, boys, don't, don't talk about that. Not boys, like that." You gotta let us free. You gotta let us fly, yeah. The 360 feedbacks next week. Can we just pump the brakes, please? <laughs> just pump the brakes. I want an hour on you, Joe. Boys, <laughs> without any further ado, let's get into it. Around the grounds. <laughs> no, around the grounds. I'm not talking footy other than Carlton. Boys, I don't know, man. I mean, I want to go through some Instagram stuff. I've got a lot of comments after the game, but 
Just thoughts first before I get into the match report. Overall thoughts. I'll put it this way. After the first four, five, six minutes, we played the rest of the quarter out nicely in terms of our competitiveness, our composure, um, just didn't convert our chances. After that, it was a pretty airy-fairy game for me. I felt like as if they were on top, but only slightly throughout the, whole, the course of the course of the game um there were patches where they kicked away and then we sort of kicked back a little bit um probably in that third quarter um even in the last quarter or the, or the third fourth quarter they didn't feel i didn't feel like as if they were in full control of it um but we just didn't look like ticking over we didn't look like we could go to another or we didn't want to go to another level to be able to try go, go get in front and then go on from there overall yeah i think like like you said jules I think it was a standard Carlton performance. First five minutes, terrible. Then after that, we actually had the ascendancy. And then it was a lot of what ifs. What if we scored that goal? And then I actually found myself holding on to that. I found myself holding on to that first, that 15 minutes in the, in the first quarter and that second quarter. But then when I actually thought about the game, I realized it was so much, so much worse than what I actually intended and thought during the game. Yeah, I mean, I called you a quarter time, Dan, to have a chat. <clears throat> we we're both in, we we're actually both in the same mindset, and I'll put my hand up as well. I, I drank the Kool Aid after that first quarter. I've done it too many times this season. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm making a promise to you. I'm making a promise to the listeners. I won't. I'm not getting sucked in anymore. I'm just not. Not until I see, you know, a solid block of games where there's visible change in the way that we play, in our attitude, in our structures, in whatever. I just can't anymore. I can't get invested. Jules. No, sorry. Can I I just butt in there two seconds? Is it bad of me? And you answer me this. Is it bad of me that I knew we're going to, or I felt we're going to lose when Harry Mackay came off? Was that, is that bad? I feel like as if it is order. I feel like as if it is and it isn't, okay? In terms of, obviously, you know, he's the column medal um, leader at the moment, okay? So when in that aspect, obviously, um, in saying that, I feel like as if that was detrimental to the game, losing H to potentially win. I don't think so, to be honest with you. I don't think so. I don't feel like as if he was, we us losing him, that's the reason why we lost the game. We lost the game for a whole host of other reasons. Um and we simply just weren't good enough across the board. I reckon that's spot on. I reckon that's spot on. It is and it isn't, Dan. And and we'll get into it. We'll get into those reasons as well, Jules. I'll just read the match report quickly. Um, final scores. Oh, 10-13-73 to Carlton. 14-11-95 to West Coast. The goals for the Blues. Williams, Cottrell, Walsh, Setterfield, one each. Betts, Oes, DeConning, two each. For West Coast, O'Neill, Cripps, Foley, Langdon, Redden, Gaff, Sheed, Darling, one each, Jones kicked two, and Liam Flan ran, kicked four, and took almost mark a year if uh, Jack Rewalt didn't do what he did last week. So um, injuries for us, obviously we spoke about it, Mackay, concussion, Nunes was the substitute. I thought Nunes played well, just by the way, but just straight off the top, I think he came on and had actually had an impact. Um, and we'll talk about who comes out of his side for the next game um, towards the end of this because there's a few that should be on the chopping block. But, yeah, boys, I mean, I don't know. Dan, you were talking about – and actually, Jules, we'll, I just want to build on your comment there. 
I agree that we lost this game for a host of other reasons other than Harry Mackay. You can't bring it down to him. You just can't. I'm not and- saying wrong. I'm not saying that he's the only reason, but I'm saying that for me, not having him there. Like, how bad is that that I already I already written, had written us off? Yeah, no, I, I, didn't I didn't have because I'm not saying that he if Harry McCoy's a player, we don't win the game. I'm just saying that how bad is that that I just didn't have I'll faith put it this way. The side. I'll put it this way. My feelings, okay. First quarter, I was up and about, okay. I was animated, okay, at home. Now, second quarter. I was still animated because, you know, it was it was still, you know, second quarter, we're still in it, in it, okay? But going to the third and fourth, or particularly in the third quarter, I was calm. Well, not calm in the essence that we were in the game, but calm knowing that we've been in this situation and scenarios, okay, more often, and I know deep down that we're not going to win this game. I knew. I could just feel it. I could sense it. And that's a problem for me. Jules, I, I had I had something similar and I spoke about it before. I was I was full positive going into this game. I thought, you know what, I've been hurt enough. If I'm if I'm hurt one more time, if they let me down one more time, who cares at this point? Seriously, who who really cares at this point? So I was trying to stay positive. And Dan, I was like you, even up until maybe midway through the third quarter, I think I sent you guys a message saying there's ebbs and flows in footy, we'll get the momentum back. And we did. We got back within, I think it was three points or something at one stage in the third quarter. And yeah. I was like, you know what? They didn't capitalize on their chances. We didn't in the first. I was still up and about. And then the last quarter came and it was the same thing. And you know what? The way I described it to um, someone that messaged me after the game, today, for the first time in my Carlton life, reality hit me in between the eyes like a freight train in that last quarter. Like a freight train. We are an ordinary football club. Not an ordinary team. We're an ordinary football club. Yeah, we're... Plain and simple, just not up to it. Plain and simple. Against, and, I, and I'll say it again, against the West Coast side that we should have well and truly beaten. I don't care what anyone says. That game there, we should have well and truly beaten them. With the, with the outs that they had, we should have beaten them. So let's just talk about Casano's calcs. Okay? In terms of your work rate, obviously I just wanted to speak um, about this because I know we spoke about it earlier um, before our pre-show. Their average speed... In defense is 8.1, ours is 7.6. So they work harder defensively, okay, and we work work harder offensively, all right? Now, obviously, we've spoken about it before in terms of our transition and stuff like that, but I thought I'd bring it up because obviously statistically, it actually shows now, okay? You can say, obviously, in terms of open play, you see it, okay? What are your thoughts in and around um, our transition defensively and how we can help how can we help in terms of the way we play all right to obviously try and prevent obviously us at the scores from transition I've said it once and I've said it again it comes down to accountability and work ethic people t- who was talking about pressure acts someone was saying about pressure acts or um, uh, you were talking about it Joe about Patty Dow having a 13 pressure acts I couldn't care mate I actually couldn't care. It's when it matters, we aren't there to pressure and we're not we're not tight, we're not touch tight. You know, you understand what I'm trying to say? Is when it matters in key areas, we do not go all the way with our man. Our, our pressure off the ball is not good enough. I've as I see in stages, okay, where I'm not joking, those those two moments, Crips at one stage, okay, 
it was from a stoppage and their West Coast player, I can't remember had the ball in his hand, but he had it and he's running back to, to his goal. Okay, so he's scoring in, so running in, in to, towards our forward line and literally Cripps was on him within a metre. Cripps literally stood still and the West Coast players literally ran five metres away from the goal, their goal, and turned and Cripps just allowed him. Why, why let him turn? That was one one. Then another thing that killed, killed me too. Listen to this. Martin, man on a mark. Do you know what he did? He literally ran away. He was facing him. He knew he had the ball in the hand. Literally ran away and ran, ran away. The guy played on. Literally ran another five, ten meters. Martin turned back, had a look over the shoulder. Then he tried to decides to put pressure in. Why isn't he watching the ball? You got to keep your eyes on the ball at all times. Oh, Dan, I can admit, and I will. I'll admit. Yeah, I read into the stats a little bit uh, again, and I said I was just I was sucked into like you were that first quarter, second quarter, up and about. I tried to stay positive. I looked for every positive I possibly could have. I got sucked in. I agree. I, I agree with you in the clinches. In the moment, and we've how many times have we said this 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 year? In the moments that matter, we are not clinical enough. We don't want it enough. We just don't. We just don't. And can I tell you who the biggest fucking culprit for that is every single week? Liam Jones in our back line. I'm sorry, he's that far off. It's not even funny. I'm telling you, I'm he's kicking. He's putrid. He's kicking. Then on, on times and on occasion, he can't even pick the ball up, bloke. There was that one time where they kicked the goal. What's he doing? The ball's on the ground. Pick it up. He didn't want to pick it up. He, he wanted no accountability whatsoever of oh, that contest. Thank you. No accountability, man. He didn't want it. Do you want to you take ownership? And that's our problem. Do you know what? Thank fuck for Nick Newman because his positioning helped. His, our, his positioning actually saves us at times. That's how good it is. It's our season weederings. It saves us. His and weederings. We, we said that about Newman the other week, that he's filled that Simo role perfectly. And, man, uh, just while we're on Newman, this is, this is what pisses me off about this playing group and the mentality of this playing group. Nick Newman, yeah, when the game for me on the scoreboard was still there to be won, right, where if you switched on, if you wanted it more and you wanted the contested ball and you wanted the contest, it was there. Nick Newman showed he wanted it. He put his body on the line to the point where he knocked himself the fuck out. Knocked himself out going 100 mile an hour at a contest. At that point, when you see a teammate do that and they're out of the game as a result, how do you not galvanize as a group and go, you know what? We all need to get to that level. Not to knock ourselves out and be stupid, but man, the guy put his body on the line. That's what footy's about, man. The commentator made a fantastic comment and I actually thought about it. It was in the first quarter, they were peppering, yeah? And they said, at the SCG, you need to go man on man. Why is Carlton going zonal in their defence? Because from if you're even 30 metres away from that kick, it's dangerous at the SCG. It took Teague 10 minutes after that comment to make a change, to go man on man. And that's why I'm bringing in Teague because I'm sorry, he got it wrong. He got it wrong today. So, and I feel sorry for Liam Stocker, first and of all. Ed Kerno. And Ed Kerno, because he fucked it. So in our group chat, when I can't believe that I think someone I was asked about Ed Kerno, and then I said, he's playing off the half back. Actually ridiculous, man. His body shape is an inside mid. It's that so, simple. So, uh, yeah, I... You asked me if I was watching the game drills after I, I asked that question. I said, 
because I wasn't watching that part of the game. And then it clicked and I went, hold on. I haven't seen Ed in the middle all day. Dom Sheed's racking it up. And it took, and literally after I made that comment, I looked up at the TV, start of the fourth quarter, Ed Kerno's tagging Dom Sheed. It, all right, it took me three quarters, to, three quarters to work it out. I'm not getting paid a million bucks a year as a head coach, man, or, or six Holy figures as an assist, as, as in the assistant coaching team to work that out. That move had to happen at half time at the latest. Do you know what the thing is, though? Do you know what the thing is, though? Knowing how um, undermanned their midfield was today, and I'm not saying our, our midfield's unbelievable, okay, because besides probably Crips and Welsh in there, who? In terms of consistent, so Chris Welsh. and Walsh, consistently in there. All right. I, I don't see anyone else that's consistent in our in our midfield group. Okay. They only had a few players in there that were going to consistently and make sure they performed on that today. How did we not tag one of them? Yep. You tag one of them out of the game. Ed Kerner goes to one of them. That's it. That player might as well not even play. Simple. In my in my opinion, there was two dangerous people in that park. Sheed, oh, three. Sheed, Gaff, and Ryan. Gaff had no opponent. He was starting on the wing. He would roll into, into stoppages. You know that? He'd roll in there with no, with no, with no opposing player with him. Well, are you serious? Those three players, especially Gaff in the first two quarters, he was unbelievable. No one went to him. Ed sitting on the halfway. Sheed, Gaff, their ball use is fucked. Unbelievable. Not only that. Stop it there, man. Don't worry about Ryan. I I understand Stockholm Ryan. I understand it, okay? And we said in our group chat, yeah, we should have made the change, okay, if the use was there. But I can guarantee you now, if Colonel was on either Sheed was on Sheed, you stop that, you stop it at the source, it doesn't go there as much. It's that simple. So – so that's 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 Kerner. I agree. Uh, there's, there's, for me and Dan, you, you said this. It, it, T got out coached today, as he has most of the year. The whole coaching staff got out coached. So, yeah, I agree. That's that's Ed. Stock is another one. I mean, you know what? This is a good time because you know what? Today was the definition of Carlton of the last four or five years. That defined an honourable loss. 22 points is our average losing margin this year. We lost by 22 points. We don't get blown out. We don't win games. And on that note, a reading from the book of Judd, page 214. Paragraph two, what is true of individuals is also true of clubs. Good or bad, they are hostage to their conditioning. Looking back, that was Carlton and West Coast. If West Coast lost a game, the attitude was that we needed to sort this out and we needed to sort it out by next week. At Carlton, losing was the norm. This defeatism transmitted itself even to the fans. In my first season, we lost one game by 50-odd points and the fans clapped us off because it wasn't 100. But football fans will continue to support their team only for so long. As soon as our fans could see that we weren't a complete basket case, their high expectations of us returned as they should have. 
Peace be with Peace you. Peace be with you. Now, that actually epitomizes us. Thank you very much. You know what? This book was written. <laughs> this book was, it was written. It was written for our show. Boys. It's actually written for our podcast. This book was written in 2014. And it's still true to this day. Or 2016, whatever it was. And it's still true to this day. We are a fucking joke of an organization. We are a joke. Now, while we're on that, all right, because we are, I'm sorry, we're just, we, we, we have defined a losing culture through this rebuild, defined it. And you know what? It doesn't help. It doesn't fucking help. This week, boys, I was ready. I, I was ready to give up. And I wasn't ready to give up based on our performance on field. I'm sorry. Board of directors, read the room. Oh, fucking hell. A hundred percent. A major oh, so press. I, all right, you know what? Great. This okay, actually ODs me, this. We yeah, lost Virgin as, as a major. We lost Virgin as a major co-sponsor. It's important. I understand that. You know what? I, I congratulate them on being able to get those funds from elsewhere. But to hold a major press conference that you bring your whole leadership group to when all of us fans are waiting on contracts on Paddy Cripps and Harry Mackay, are you fucking serious for a major sponsor announcement? Send it to us in an email, man. It's not the time. That's what this club is about. That's what this club's been about for the better part of the last 10 years. It's all business. And it's- No, I'll put it this way. It's not even business, bloke. Do you know what it is? It's a fucking show. That's it. That's I'm all fucking it over it. A hundred percent. It's all for show and it's all for the fucking business. All us fans care about is to win games. That's all. At the end of the day, that's all we want to see, man. We look at the on-field. We look at the on-field. We look at the coaching. That's one part of it. The second part of it is the organization itself. Our club culture needs a massive overhaul. And at the end of this season, if we don't have one of the biggest club reviews you've ever seen, I'm going to be so disappointed. We're going to, we're obviously going to go through the full mid-season review next week. All right. But Dan, you spoke about, and we'll get back to it. We'll get back on track. We're speaking about Kerno. The other one was stock. The other one was stocker, right? Teague coaching staff completely our coach today from start to finish. Start to finish. We didn't make the changes we needed to make. Stocker was the other one on Ryan. Ryan was everywhere. It was obvious Stocker couldn't go with him. But I'll ask you the question. If you were in that coaching box, what change do you make? Who do you put to Ryan? Because for me, I felt like, and for me, I just felt like Plowman, like we missed Plowman today in that spot. We, we did. We genuinely did. I don't know if that wins us the game. It probably doesn't because we're just shit across the board. But it helps for that player. I didn't see anyone else that could play that role. So I go straight to Jones. Yeah. So, and the reason why I say that is because it's obviously the speed. Okay. And obviously he's decent overhead. Okay. And obviously, and Ryan is, um, I would have gone um, Newman to Darling. I know they might, Darling's actually not that tall. He's probably, he's probably stronger than, um, he's where he'd be stronger, like physically than Newman for sure. But then that's when you've got, you know, the likes of Weirdering who plays on the other tall. Okay. I forgot his name. Um, Williams. Yeah, Williams. Um, and then he rolls off on him anyway, you know? So, because obviously they're not going to kick it to him most of the time. They'll kick it to Darling, okay, in terms of the one-on-one contest. So, as, as their first option. So, I would have had that as, as yeah, I would have gone to that for sure. Darling and Williams were not the threat today because Weeders had him pocket. Simple. The yeah. only threat in that forward line was Liam Ryan. 
That's the only matchup that you needed to get right there. Plain and simple. When you realize you didn't get right in the first quarter because he was making absolute sauce, surely try something new. Try something new. See something works. Put Jones on him. But he's stuck with him. And I can't... For me, that's why it was so much about coaching today as well. Normally, we've been actually pretty good, haven't we, boys? We haven't really critiqued the coaching aspect of the games because we've more targeted the players, haven't we, boys? Yeah? In terms of... We've we've targeted the attitude of the players, the mindset, lapses, all of that sort of thing, yeah. But today... For me, it was lost through the coaching. Yeah, I agree there. Now, here's the reality. We're four and eight. Season's over. We know this week in the media, it's going to be all about Teague. It's going to be about whether or not we made the right choice in the head coach. It's going to be how much longer does he have left. I'm going to put it to you this way. I still stand by Teague. I still stand by the fact that he needs time. Someone, actually, you know what? This is a good time to go through. I'm going to go through the Instagram comments um, that we got after the game because... And there was a comment, I need to try and find who it was from. There was a comment that was made around Teague, right? And around sacking Teague at this point. And it was in relation to when we sacked Bolton, okay? When we sacked Bolton, the, let me, let me see if I can find this because it was, it was actually really, here we go. At Lewis Young, when we got rid of Bolton, we wanted to reset. Is that correct? However, we kept the same core coaches around. Now, for me, spot on. This is why I say, I, this is why I say I still stand by Teague. He hasn't had a change in coaching department around him. And it's that that's the support that he needs as a head coach. If you don't have assistant coaches around you that know what the fuck they're doing and to give you advice on game day across the lines, because as a head coach, you're there to execute on your strategies. Your assistant coaches feed you the info based on the lines that they that they set up, the midfield coaching group, the defensive coaching group, the forward coaching group. You execute those strategies. You take on that information and you execute and you deliver the message to the players. If you don't have that support around you, what do you expect this guy to be doing? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, the coach is... The coach these days is more of a managerial in terms of how them trying to connect in terms of the lines, all right? They're the, the information, like you said, is fed to them. Jules. And then they need to intertwine and merge the lines together. Jules. So they work. They can actually... It's, it's like soccer. It's becoming more like soccer now. That, that it is. It, 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 it genuinely is. It genuinely is. So, and, and what I'm saying is, in terms of the way we build the ball out from the back, in terms of the, our movements, okay, Obviously, they, I have no doubt in my mind that there will be sessions where it's just the defense, defensive lines working together, the midfield, and then forwards. But at some stage, they need to be able to connect together, okay, in terms of the way we move the ball. And also, it's on the defensively phase of the game too. But offensively, I, I, I can see the movement there. I can actually see it in terms of the way we're moving the ball, okay? We're just not connect. We're just not um, – we're not just – we're not penetrate – penetrating enough, I guess. And we're not clinical enough on when we are kicking the ball inside 50. Okay. But defensively, we have so much to work on. Now, when I say so much to work on, okay, you can say all you want. Our forward line defensively, it has been okay, but that is still a massive area that we need to improve on. Whether it's locking the ball in, whether it's our tackling numbers inside 50, I can guarantee you, if you look through 
um, a few games or most games this season, I would say the um, opposition has had more tackles inside 50 than us. Okay, this this the game today. At one point, I had a look. They had like eight, nine. We only had like two. Okay, so you can say what you want, but you defend from the front. Our defense, offensively in our forward line, isn't good enough, and it's not protecting our defense. One, yeah. our midfield, the way they walk out of the clear, um, the the center stoppages, is terrible. They just literally walk out to a point where they can just hit a target. We don't. Here's our assistant coaching setup. I'm just going to roll through it. John Barker, stoppages. He's been there for the better part of 10 years. Cameron Bruce. Cameron Bruce, forwards. You know what? I think our forward group works okay, to be honest. Dale Amos, defensive coach. This is the one. This is the one. Fuck. Brent, 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 Stanton, midfield and midfield. Wait. Midfield And and listen. Midfield and transition. Oh, get rid of him. Bye bye. Bye bye. Sorry. At this point, yeah. I've, I've, we've held our tongue all year about targeting the assistant coaches individually. But Brent Stanton, I don't know what you've been doing all year, man. I would nail. I'd nail two coaches. I already know. I'd nail Lepich, defensive, straight bang in. Voss, midfield, nail bang in. And there's one more I'd go after. Blake Carousella. There's no, my three. He's Get no him chance in. of coming across. He's just signed at Essendon. That won't happen. I, we should have take. We should have swooped on him before Essendon did, but it's too late now. The end of the day, in any business, you have KPIs and you and you're accountable for what for what your role is. These guys here haven't been accountable for ten years, man. Agree. It's time to go. Agree. It's time to go. Uh, How they've uh, got because in my business, no one would slip through the cracks like that. In, not in, in any business. So I'm sorry. Now you've got to keep them accountable because they're not getting any results. Let me roll through some Instagram um, socials, feedback, comments from, from after the game. Um, boys, if you want to if you want to comment on any of it or elaborate, let me know and you can uh, you can come in. But I'll start with um, <laughs> I'll start with at Jordan Manez 17. I've turned the TV off with 10 minutes left for the past few games. We're fucked. At Helena Petru, don't have any words anymore. Changes need to be made. What is the, the direction of this club? Spot on. I don't know what the direction of this club is at this point. I really don't. Um, at Elias Yaka, season's over. Might as well start playing the kids. I think we are. <laughs> That's, I think we actually, we're actually already trying to do that with Dow coming back in today. Um, at Sammy Wasuf, you may as well start posting the same podcast every week because it's the same shit. <laughs> it's true. That's why, that's why last week was so flat because we're just even today, like, because we're just always talking about the same things that just get missed by them every week. The other thing is, though, you would think that there'd be growth in terms of those aspects over the course of the season, in terms of our work rate defensively on, on defensive transitions, and then the way we actually offensively go and, and connect from our midfield forwards in, um, inside 50. You think there'd be a growth there? It's actually not. It's no, been, I feel like it's getting worse. It's been stagnant. It's getting it's worse, stagnant. man. It has stagnated from round one. It hasn't changed. It actually hasn't changed. Um, this, I liked this one, actually. At Daniel, and you you spoke about this before, Dan. At Daniel.Lotriette, I think I've said that right. We have no desire or fire. We're mentally shot. Teague shows no emotion. Why would they? 
He's got his legs crossed on the bench in the fourth quarter, just kicking back. What do you expect? Malcolm Williams, where are you going to go after this for a coffee? <laughs> um, at Khaled 1, Murphy, Cottrell and Setters have got to go. Play Stocker through the middle. Agree 100%. Uh, not about setters though. I thought setters was actually pretty good today, to be honest. I I'm very happy with the way setters went today. Okay, I feel I feel like as if he's there um, as a support cast. Obviously, Crips and Walsh Walsh and what they're doing in there. Um, he kicked a goal. Probably could have kicked another. To be fair. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like as if he's just needs to build a bit more continuity in terms of his performances, and I think he's, the game time will allow him to. At Kai GR, no defense and structure. Agree. Um, at 4 2 Flux, this is the comment I mentioned before. I listen to you boys more than I watch the footy. <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> That's awesome. um, at Sard Sard 1172, please replace our assistance with Lepich, Voss, Hodge, and Hurd. Oh, you had me up until that last one. <laughs> I was on board up until the last one. My God. At Jimmy Laser, why should I keep supporting? I'm moving on to another team. Go D's. All right. See you later. Um, Max Fuller jumped off. <laughs> he jumped ship. Hey, has it, did anyone see that comment? There was like an Instagram post from AFL footy or Murray and Fox footy. I can't remember. Or Triple M. Um, and it was in and around Melbourne. And it basically said like the lid's off. And, it's, and it said... Um, that someone oh, in New York I saw, was, saw yeah, was, a person running with a full Melbourne kit in New in, York City. In, That's in when Brooklyn. you know the lid's off. In Brooklyn. The lid is yeah. off at Melbourne. Lid's completely off. Yeah, um, off, man. At Hunt underscore Joel, forward 50 entries are probably the worst in the league. No Mackay to make them look pretty spot on, actually. That's that's actually really good. And, yeah. uh, and and Joel has also said, our issues extend so far beyond the field, it's not funny. We're mentally weak and we've got no game plan. It's what we said before, spot on. Um, Jarmaine Pappy, we don't know when to slow it down and hold possession. Yeah. Um, Tom Calder, deflating. Jim... <laughs> Jimmer Leonard, we suck. Nick Turnbull, why do I support this club? You know, this is this is where we're at, boys. It's where we're at. My God. I, I, I don't know what to say from here. Uh, Danielle Seppi, last one. No progression from last year. Actually feel like we're doing worse this year, to be honest. Spot on. Heads at at as Keo, this is the bloke that said that you call Walsh Walsh Jules, just just by the way. Heads must roll this week, start sacking coaches. We just spoke about it. And coaches, plural. So boys, is there more to dissect? Oh, I don't want to dissect the game. The game was just fucking putrid. I don't know what else to say about the game. It's it's the whole club top to bottom at this point, man. Yeah, I, I feel like as if we said enough about the game, I think we should get into the we're not gonna do a preview today, are we? No preview. Go votes. We've got votes though. I'll start. I only give one vote to Nick Newman. I know he didn't play the full game, but he deserves a vote in my book. He was unbelievable up until the point he went off the ground. I think he was one of our best ball users on the ground. He got us going forward sensationally. He was efficient. He looked at the he looked in the right areas. He hit targets. And and the way that he put his sorry. One, the one wasn't so clean. But don't worry about one. Everyone, hey. Everyone has turnovers, but it wasn't 10. He was going at 91% efficiency. He was going at 91% efficiency at one point. When it got smothered, Jules. When it got smothered and led to the goal. Smothered? It it got marked. Boys. It got marked, sorry. 
That's the oh no, you didn't. He's oh, in my oh, vote. Let me into it. You, you let me into the oh no, you didn't. That was going to be it. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Still in the he's, show. He's, <laughs> he's in my votes, but he gets the oh no. Joe's will. Well. He's taking control. Uh, two votes for me. I said about three weeks ago, this bloke is the most important player forward of centre for us. And everyone was saying, nah, it's Harry, it's Harry, it's Harry. Jack Silvani gets two votes from me today. That guy is, I'm sorry, he's our most valuable player forward of centre. Tell me I'm wrong. He genuinely hit targets today. Every kick going inside 50. It's not just that. It's his his ability to get through contests. It's everything, man. He's 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 so strong at the hips. He's a footballer. Yeah. I agree. It's his ability in the contest. It's creativity. It's his ball use. It's his, his impact. It's just his impact imagine, is massive. Imagine if fo- AFL clubs just got actual footballers to come and play instead of athletes. It'd be unbelievable. Jogging with a flag? No, no For shit. Sure. Um, <laughs> very good point, Jules. Um, and then three for me. I think it's going to be the same for all of us. The kid. He does it every week. Sammy Walsh, 30 touches, one goal, 11 marks, four tackles. Oh, what didn't this kid do, man? Four four clearances, four inside 50s, you know, eight score involvements. I don't know. I got no words left for this kid. I really don't. We said we feel sorry for him. I actually do. I do. Until things change, I feel. I really feel for the kid. He, he does it week in, week out for us. He gets no support. So that's it. That's my three, two, one. Who's next? Um, Waiters, one vote. Um, just cool, calm, collected. One, pretty much every single one-on-one duel. Um, got in around, supported, obviously, his other teammates defensively as well um, with his third man up ability. Um, Williams, I gave two votes. Um, I just feel like as if he was um, good with ball in hands. I just kicked a goal. Um, racked him up across the halfback. Um, and then, obviously, Walsh, three votes. He was just extraordinary, like, all day, as he has been for 51 games and running. One to Jasos. Two to Newman. And three to Walsh. Doesn't deserve an uh, explanation as to why. <laughs> that's fair enough alright so an update on the tally <laughs> no surprise uh, alright third in third is Cripps on 8.7 votes Mackay is still in second on 10.7 and yeah way out in front pretty much double the next best Walsh 20 votes for the season so far so I can guarantee you right now he wouldn't have to play for the rest of the season and he'd still win he wouldn't have to play for the next two years and he'd probably still win (laughs) boys he's too good man like we said he's too good there's there's no preview for next week that's it that was just you know all that was that was literally just that was like that was like seven seven years of frustration brought out in about 40 minutes somehow I actually feel good after that I could keep going for another two hours. I still feel like it's a full two tame still. If you want to know what frustration is, let me let me stay on here with the listeners for another three hours and you're tired. I'll tell you about frustration. Hey, don't worry. Next week, you're going to get your chance. We're going to go for an hour next week with this mid-season review. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got 360 feedback, as we said. 
jam-packed the next week, even though it's a buy round. So this is what this is what we do here at Almost Blues Brothers, man. We show up. We are we grind. Every week, we just grind. Man. Like if, if, if only they had us in the team. Get us inside the four walls, Joe, man. Play your role. If if there's anyone... You're the admin the, of this... If there's anyone at the Carlton Football Club that actually listens to this podcast, just fly us up to Sydney and let us just go through every player to their face. Handcuffed. They have to be handcuffed. I don't, no, no, no. I don't, wanna, I don't, I don't want five, 10, 15 minutes, bloke. I want to be inside the four walls. I want to roll. I want a job there, man. Yeah, I agree. Oh, we we need to have a roll. Get us something. What's the job title? What's the job title? Just um, all round legends. No, 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 no. Director. Just straight director. Director of culture. Who wants that role? I actually take that. Joe can have that. Yeah, no. You, oh no, you you're more of an admin. Oh. Yeah, you're more admin. <laughs> you're more admin. Actually, is yeah, you wouldn't even see admin. the players, bloke. That's all right. That's all right, boys. Keep copping a free ride. That's the players—they right, just walk past you, man. Uh, they don't even give you my shoulders a... again next week, boys. It's all right. All good, man. All good. They'd be like this, Jules. Oh, Joseph at the front desk. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> That's all right, boys. That's all right. Uh, everyone on Instagram, just let you know what. Send us a message. Just send us the last time you spoke to Jules and Dan. That's all right. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. They wouldn't know who it was anyway. I put my name against every single message I send. You actually when don't. Done that? Jules, yes, Jules. You, don't. you, you know, know why I don't a, need to do it? Because you power. never have, like. It's a thing of power. You actually don't because hey, you, know you never what? post anything, man. You know what? Just to finish you off. Because you never post anything. To finish off, to finish off, that's a good preview for the 360 feedback next week. I'm going to nail both of you. You're both done. You're actually finished. You'll be crying by the end of it. You'll be done. Bring the tissues, boys. Until next week, boys, hopefully we're not Oh, no, it's off. We, me and you, we nail our roles. 100%. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. So go get fucked. <laughs> Boys, I'm not giving a big up the baggers this week because they can get fucked. They don't deserve it. We'll see you next week, guys. Up the baggers! Up the baggers! <laughs>